was a wonderful day. I'm not going to specify which day. Um, but it's good to have us all here again today recording. And we've got a very special episode for you. Um, and I think that maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't. I don't know. But we are here in studio with... Uh, Jaron Jolly. And... Eli Webb. And then me. Um, so today we're going to start Jason off... Jason Our host needs no introduction. <laughs> no introduction. We're happy to be here as his guests. <laughs> and... I think this is our... First episode. This is either our, our longest or second longest hiatus. I don't know why you got to draw attention to it. Can we just well, live? If they're listening, they know it's been a while. They don't care. I think they I think do kind of care. I hope I they don't. I don't care. I know some people who care. You do care also. Look, I think the way I see it, it's going to brighten somebody's day. Nice. The way I see it, they're going to be at work. They're going to get a notification saying that a new episode is up. And it's going to make the rest of their day. No, the notification is going to happen, and it's going to be an Amber Alert. And then they're going to say, oh. And then the second and notification. And then the second notification. Saying yeah, yeah. that. The, Two notifications. The, the, our show is back in correlation. The, the more disturbing news. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just have a quick uh, 60 minutes of silence for cats. Um, I, I don't agree with that. I think that it's maybe going to be one of my favorite movies of the year. I haven't seen no, it yet. I wonder if 60 in Minutes deference of Silence to would have been more popular. 60 Minutes <laughs> Come watch 60 Minutes of it Silence. It was. Rather than this. The movie The Artist won Best Picture, so... <laughs> probably could have... That probably could get passed off as, like, an art film. Just silence. You know what I mean? Totally. Like yeah. yeah. Someone has. Yeah. I'm Whoa. sure. Whoa. But Copyrighted. Speaking, something about consumerism or something? Vocal copyright right here. So there we go. But uh, speaking of, of films, um, we're going to do a little bit of talking about films today. Um, and we're going to talk a little about about Star Wars, but before we get into that... But mostly cats. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how cats might be better. <laughs> than the entirety of, <laughs> of Star Wars. Um, but before we get into that, I just kind of want to talk about a little bit of news. Um, I know that since it's it's been a while, um, we don't really want to go into anything or like a lot... Um, so we're just going to like rattle off some stuff that like maybe, you know, impressed us over this long hiatus. I'm so impressed. So, I mean, depressed. Yeah, that too. Uh, guys, Hopper is alive. I don't mm. know if you care, cause I care. Uh, I love David Harbour. I think I just said David, so I don't think da- I care. I love David. him that much. Damon Harbour. I love David Harbour. David from Harvard. David Harvard. I grad. <laughs> we just got a little bit of like a, I don't know, like a Siberian boot camp, um, and Hopper's alive with a shaved head. That sounds like a weird euphemism. Yeah, she gave me a Siberian boot camp. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, Hopper's back. Season four is coming. Uh, I have not seen season three, and I could have told you that Hopper was going to be alive. Oh. I just felt it. You just really. I, I just I, felt it in my Siberian boot camp. Oh. <laughs> I honestly, I would have guessed. I mean, he's a fan favorite. Do either of you guys watch season three? Yeah, of course. Oh. Uh, no. Yeah. Oof. Oh, you didn't? Yikes. No, Oof. I just, I literally just Wait, said I have I, not seen it yet. Have you not seen it yet? <laughs> season three? No. <laughs> just kidding. You're dumb. It, uh, wow. Okay. Hopper is alive and well. Well, he died. He's well, so well. Probably not well. <laughs> I'm he, kidding. He died. He's, he got obliterated. He got vaporized. So Maybe it's a new guy. I hope it's like a clone it's because a he literally got disintegrated. It's David. <laughs> David Harvard. Uh, the Green Played Knight. <laughs> the Green Knight starring Dev Patel. Yeah. 
Yeah. Looks amazing. I would super say cool. super, super cool. Like that trailer. I mean, I was already excited because I, I, I know the director is the guy who did a ghost story with Rooney Mara mm-hmm. and Pete's Dragon, weirdly, which was actually really good. If you, The new Pete's Dragon. Yeah. And something uh, with Felicity Jones, I think. Uh, maybe. I know he did. Unless I'm thinking of Rooney Mara. I think you are. Ain't Them Body Saints was his first one. And uh, he did Old Man and the Gun. His ghost story, that one with that big thing? No. No, ghost stories That's with colossal. Casey Affleck. <laughs> he did something with that big thing. And That's Pete's Dragon. <laughs> no, other big thing. There's no other big thing. More big standing thing. This dragon. Green Knight. <laughs> Wait a sec. <laughs> so, Green Knight looks amazing. I. What's the director's name? David Lowry. Okay. I'm so excited because Lowry sounds like a neighbor. I know, sounds like a, a bland white guy yeah. that, that's related to you distantly. <laughs> um, I know Sean Lowry. There you go. That's Sean. It's his brother. <laughs> I'm sure he's related to. <laughs> this movie looks like a really cool. The way that I kind of have been. The, the, the immediate impression for me was that it looked like a kind of a combination of the Lord of the Rings and the witch because it's the story of yeah. Gawain the Green and the Gawain and the Green Knight. It's like a King Arthur tale. Looks so amazing. I'm yeah. so excited for it. It comes out in May. It looks we really, got the first really trailer cool. for that. Very so watch excited. that. And, and it's definitely an A24 produced film. Yeah, so which is <laughs> which is great. Uh, and then there's new new seasons of. Apex Legends and mm-hmm. COD, if either of those things mean anything to you, which they mean a lot to us. So Also, I think Modern Warfare came out since we've recorded. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, came that's out in a, October. So that's a big deal. Well, <laughs> Just, I, we've, we've recorded in, since. I really don't yeah, think we have. Yeah, we have. Because I remember we recorded in October and we talked about how excited we were to play it. I remember that. Really? Oh. So if you have so either of those games, please let us know. Because these, yeah. these seasons look very fun. And I think this is the first season of... Call of Duty, the Golf Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. It's going to have Battle Royale, which yeah. is, and it's going to be free, which is great. That's true. So that's, that's fun. true. Well, um, in other news, um, we've got a new theme song for 007. Uh, Billy Ray Eilish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Billy Eilish did it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely a Bond theme song. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That exists. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, we've got a little bit of footage from the Batman. Screen test, baby. Yeah, it's just a little screen test of him just wearing the suit. You briefly, you know, see the chest plate with, like, the shoulder pads or whatever. That's cool. Um, and a little bit of the cowl. Um, and we hear um, Michael Giacchino. Yeah. His theme, which which we assume is going to be the new theme for the new We Batman. Apparently, we haven't heard the whole thing yet, though. Right. He, he commented on Twitter. from The Incredibles. He is. He's, yeah. he's great. Which he, is a big freaking deal. But he commented on Twitter. He's like, well, wait, do you just heard, hear the whole thing? Yeah, that sounded just like a so, little, like, like prelude the, theme-y type of thing. Yeah. So a little um, bit like... Yeah. Yeah. Groundbreaking. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Mozart wishes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, we've got that. I'm very excited about that. I think it looks, I think the suit looks freaking awesome. I'm excited. Um, and let's see, what else? Maybe Sam Raimi's going to do um, the new Doctor Strange movie because uh, Scott Derrickson um, left because of creative differences. Honestly, I, lo- I admire that. Um, It sounds like Disney kind of has an iron grip on these directors, but... <laughs> they do. I mean, the same thing happened with Edgar Wright and Ant-Man. And yeah. you know what? I appreciate their and commitment to their Colin vision. Chavarro. 
And Colin Trevorrow, the same thing happened with the Solo movie. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Disney wants it their way or the highway. <laughs> um, but maybe Sam Raimi's going to do it. And he did this, all three Spider-Man movies, the original ones. He did the Evil Dead movies. Um, he's awesome. Yeah. So that he's would be a, really cool. He's a pillar. And no better person to handle a superhero movie and kind of a scary or like movie. Yeah. And, that's, well, that's and just exactly like a... A world-bending, reality-shifting yeah. thing. His entire, like, discography, we'll is call that. it, is either superhero movies or horror. Even with Darkman and yeah. Army of Darkness, like, yeah, it's one of the two. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, that's what I've got. In other, other news, um, Christopher Tolkien, J.R.R. Tolkien's son and literary heir, passed away recently. He's 93 or 94 years old. Yeah. Um, so it was his time. He He's the reason we have the Silmarillion, Children of Hurin, Hurin, however you want to say it, uh, Fall of Gondolin, Baron and Luthien, History of Middle-earth. Like, basically everything outside of Lord of the Rings and Hobbit is from Christopher Tolkien. So this is, yeah. a this is I mean, we talked about it a while ago um, when he left the charge of the Tolkien estate and how it was, he was kind of the last real connection to Tolkien himself. And so now with his passing, it's even, it's a bit more impactful and it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the wake of that regarding the Amazon series, regarding the different rights to different things. He was the reason we don't have Lord of the Rings theme parks or or things like that, for better or worse. Um, I think for the most part, for better, though, because he has, he managed to keep a lid on his father's legacy. I will and talk so, about why that is in a second with other properties. Right. So, and so, I mean, with that, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But speaking of the Amazon series, we did have the cast announced, um, and you can just check that out on their Instagram and there are a few articles that cover it. There's a lot of people in it and most of them are no names. Yeah, a lot of very few known actors. One guy from Game of Thrones, apparently young Galadriel played by Morfid Clark. She's come in an upcoming A24 horror movie and she was in the uh, the Dracula series that Mark Gaddis and Stephen Moffat did. Um, and then, yeah, a lot of kind of other random people. Will Poulter left. I don't remember if we touched on that last time, but he is not involved anymore. I don't know if he chose to leave or if they booted him. But, yeah, so kind of cool. Some diversity in the cast as well. Mm -hmm. So it'll be fun to see how they work that in if it's a if it's kind of just a natural, like, yeah, this is who men are and this is just kind of where they're at, or if they're going to do something from Harad or the East or something like that. So that'll be interesting to see as well. Yeah. That'll be fun. I'm excited for it. And yeah. I um, can't come soon enough. That's for yeah. sure. Well, um, I mean, that's just a little bit of the news that, that's happened. Obviously, there's been a, a way more things that have happened since we've recorded a lot of movies and stuff. But we'll just kind of leave off with that. Um, oh, quickly. Sorry. We yeah. also got a trailer during the Super Bowl for uh, for Bucky and Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, that's and true. And for... I Vision, said Bucky. Wanda, WandaVision. <laughs> Bucky and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, excuse yeah. me. And Wanda and Vision, and a little bit of the Loki series yeah. as well. Oh, also, the Obi Wan show's been pushed back. 
Yeah. So. Which yeah, is, he said nobody panic. Yeah. Ewan McGregor. Ewan exactly. McGregor said like, nobody panic, but because it's, it's been it's been redistributed to two writers that yeah. worked on Mandalorian and on Thor Ragnarok, so I'm okay with that. They yeah. they basically said that they want to make sure they get it right, um, and they want to take their time to like plan actually. So um, well, well, I we'll mean, also touch on that. <laughs> that that's a that's a good thing, but at the same time, I just want it already. Right. <laughs> like it's very frustrating because yeah. I just want it. Um, Mandalorian's great. Um, anyway, let's let's move on to more Star Wars related content. Actually, so I'm gonna break us down with a little bit of a, a fanfic. Obviously, it's going to be Star Wars related. You read the title of the episode, um, so I'll read you the summary real quick. This one is called Letters, and it's by Defem. <laughs> D- wait, go ahead and spell that. D e f e m m e. Okay. Oh, defend. Um, so, summary, Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan find themselves in a difficult oh. situation and discover ways to pass the time oh. and, <laughs> and things about each other. Um, in in uh, brackets, it says, this is a fun game. You should try it. Oh. Okay. Oh. So, timeline, Obi-Wan is 14. So, he's, he's still a Padawan. All right. And it begins... Topaz, tropical, terrestrial, Tatooine. You can't use Tatooine, Padawan. Why not? It's a planet. So? So you can't use planets, names, or numbers. It's the rules. Okay, fine. Tertiary. Oh, good one. Thanks. We already used thanks. Well, I'm aware of that, Master. Uh, termite. Traffic. I'm, wait. Terror. Termites exist in the Star Wars universe? <laughs> we could be scarier and bigger. We don't know that they don't. <laughs> terror. Terrorize. I just used terror. You're allowed to use the same, f- or the form of a same word, Obi-Wan. Cheater. What kind of game is this anyway? I used to play this quite often with my friends when I was younger, Obi-Wan. Wow, you must have had really boring friends. Padawan. Typography. <laughs> Tap. Tapping. Typecast. <laughs> Trench. Much like the one we're stuck in, ironically. That written? Yeah. Oh. I also feel that, though. <laughs> Much like the one we are. The I proverbial that, trench we're stuck in. I thought that was commentary. <laughs> <laughs> no. Very funny, Obi-Wan. <laughs> we won't be stuck for long. Uh, I, okay, hold on. Someone will find our tracking signal eventually. But wait, I, it never gave any context. To the game? <laughs> it never gave any... No, it's just, it just... In media res. Apparently they're in a trench. So it oh. never told us that before. They're providing details bit by bit. Does it, yeah. t- does it tell us how the game works? Because so far... I the, think you get it. It's just T-words. Is that you, it? You just yeah. keep saying T-words. <laughs> um, so I'll keep going. Oh, tracking. No, no, I think I get credit for that one. Anyway, um, anyway, it keeps going um, for the entirety. Uh, they just name. They just list keywords. They just list keywords for the entire thing. For pages. Wow. Yeah. A couple pages. Well, I you know I. And not... then it ends with titties. So does it really? It does. <laughs> it, it ends. Wow. You know what's fun about that is that it's not a fanfic, <laughs> but at the sa- like at the same time, it's like anybody can write a fanfic. <laughs> Just not <laughs> doesn't mean any two show. characters, Batman and Superman, yeah, Aang and Katara, yeah, 
Obi Wan and Luke. <laughs> my 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 thing is just, like if you're gonna write a fanfic, just the Hobbits can you, playing I can Spy. You, can you please enhance, make it more sexual? <laughs> can you enhance the universe that they exist in? You just brought the whole of Star Wars down with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Now we actually. I think they did enhance because because we know, we know that termites, termites exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they did add to the Star Wars canon. I always think about that. I always think about vocabulary in Star Wars. I'm like, right. they know what wizards are. Or, or they say wizard. They don't know what wizards That's are. That's wizard, Annie. <laughs> the, yeah. Because we don't say wizard as an adjective. <laughs> You're right. So it's something entirely different. I, I always wonder, like, where is the cross? They have water. It's yeah. not something else. I really, what I find so funny is when they swear. Because yeah. they're always tame, but especially when Finn says that's one hell of a pilot. It's biblical. I'm like, okay, so <laughs> hell exists, <laughs> they, and they say Godspeed, and so there's a there's a right. God, there's a right. there's yeah. a God. And it wasn't even like a. I mean, I'm sure there are polytheists and monotheists, and stuff, <laughs> but like as far as generally accepted among humans, they're mo- they're probably monotheists. And he's yeah. any and C3PO says Matt. What is it? Thank the maker. Maker. Thank the maker. Thank the maker. Well, that's, that's that just because he's just a robot. Anakin. Yeah, he's yeah. just talking about Anakin. Oh, my gosh. He's yeah. thanking Anakin. Anakin is his god? In a way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, we've made it this, this the, far That's in our the lives. episode. <laughs> we've made it. So, <sighs> as the adults that we are, uh-huh. we have seen the majority of the Star Wars movies in theaters. Right. We've seen the majority of the movies. Not all of them. <laughs> well, we there's three that we haven't been able to see in theaters because right. we weren't old enough. Original so releases, at least. We weren't alive. I did yeah. see the re-releases when I was really young. Well, yeah. But. Yeah, you're right. We've we've been we've been tied to Star Wars since as early as we could have been. Could right. have been. Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, I mean, that's obviously special for us. It's special for a lot of people, especially the ones born in the, like, you know, 70s and 80s where they, you know... Yeah. You know, I got to see them as they were coming out, maybe. So, um, SARS has been a big deal in a lot of our lives, and it's, um, well, the the main trilogy, the important stuff is over. Yes. I mean, it's all important. The main saga. It's all important to us because, like, we're fans, but uh, the main saga is over, and that is the most important. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, I kind of want to go... We should probably just uh, address the uh, the elephant in the room real quick. We should just <laughs> okay. talk about Rise of Skywalker because right. the people listening haven't heard our takes on it. Um, we had, They haven't heard our opinions of this new trilogy. It's the newest. It's the freshest. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this new trilogy, the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Um, does anyone care to start? I, I have a hard time. Now that it's complete, I have a hard time really being... Maybe this is bad to say. I have a hard time being positive about it all really? because it it feels wrong. <laughs> it yeah. feels yeah. Yeah. it feels weird, and even in its good moments. And the sequel trilogy has some really cool, mm-hmm. like some of I would say some of the best Star Wars moments ever for sure happen mm-hmm. in the sequel trilogy. Yeah. But that being said, it just feels like an ugly Frankenstein's monster. It is an thing. absolute shame. Yeah, it is. It's the It's a shame. It's the the spent abused cow of Disney. <laughs> yeah. And and it's it's sad because 
like, like you know, obviously we've been building up to this. We didn't need it to, to begin with. Right. That's the main thing. Nobody asked for it. Yeah. Um, but we got it and we hoped for the best. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get the best. You know, they Disney came in without a plan. They were just going to do it piece by piece. Yeah. But unfortunately, those pieces didn't fit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, I, I would like... First off, I'd like to say that I think it started off, you know, probably on a pretty good foot. I thought with Force Awakens, it opened a door, but that door uh, unfortunately led to nowhere good. So, I I mean, that's personally. And like Jaron said, there's a lot of really cool moments, a lot of good Mm -hmm. stuff. But at the end of the day, it didn't need to exist. It shouldn't exist. And in the grand scheme of things, it makes no sense and shouldn't be a part of the main trilogy. Right. And there's so much to say. There really is so much to say about it. And I'm sure we're going to say a lot of it. Yeah. But one thing that I just, you know, occurred to me when Jaron was saying there are so many cool moments in it. Um, and with what you said about what Force Awakens represented and could have stood for, mm-hmm. right, as far as an introduction into something great. I think what was so interesting as far as re- talking about Rise of Skywalker I love Force Awakens, and, and listeners who have heard our Star Wars episode episodes know that, that I love it, and I loved what it set up. They also know that I hated Last Jedi, but I can acknowledge that what Last Jedi did well were moments, those moments that Jaren is talking about, some of the cooler moments in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Just put those in a bottle, and it's excellent. With with Holdo's light speed through the the ship, with even though people argue that scene. it breaks the rules and it right. shouldn't do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the moment but it's a cool moment is amazing. Yeah, it's very the cool. throne room fight is incredible. It's really great. Cool. Right? Yeah, crate is a cool planet with the red salt stuff. Like mm-hmm. those are great moments. What's so interesting for me with Rise of Skywalker is that it's so lukewarm. No pun intended. It's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's so lukewarm that there is not a, a moment I can point to that I loved. Mm-hmm. Even though Last uh, Jedi was so foul to me, I, I, in one sense, have a harder time with Rise of Skywalker because it was so lukewarm, because it was so tepid and so safe, which ultimately ended up being the worst decision you could make, in my opinion. And, and I don't want to get down all of my complaining hills, what I want to stay, at least with this single point, is I can point to moments in Last Jedi as, as loathsome as it was to me, and I can't think of one for Rise of Skywalker. I, I will give you one, and I will say I agree with you, but mm-hmm. I d- d- disagree that there aren't good moments because mm-hmm. I cried during the Han Solo scene, and I loved the Han Solo scene mm-hmm. in Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's for me, that's when the movie started getting pretty watchable, I okay. guess. Right. However, I will say, I mean, like, okay, so I'll just, I'll just start from the beginning there. I felt like the first half was incredibly rushed. I had no idea what was going on. And I thought to myself, what the, what the heck is actually happening? Cause mm-hmm. this is all really going way too fast. It's stupid. And it, it's not giving us time to really process anything or have a good time. Right. Until it got to that fight and, you know, the whole Han Solo thing. And then I felt like, okay, it slowed down. I can start to enjoy this, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately for me, that's when things got stupider. Like, it got more It got more <laughs> right. fun. It got more fun and more watchable, uh-huh. for sure. But it's by far more, like, more stupid. 
Yeah. <laughs> after that point. Yeah. Because yeah. like the whole the whole way with it ending, the whole thing with the force ghosts and what could have been, what should have been. Yeah. In actuality, they should have had all the force ghosts come up and yes. and help. And if ghosts can hold lightsabers and use the force, right. why didn't they just help? Yeah. Why weren't they just there? Why didn't all of them just have lightsabers? Yeah. Why didn't all of them just come and use the force against it's stupid. Yeah. And why did it's why didn't stupid. they stop Ray from delivering that line? <laughs> It's uh, that's the thing, and it's it's so much of it wasn't realized. Yeah, so much of it was left just flat. That they could have they could have given depth and flesh to moments that would have made them infinitely more gratifying. Yeah, but they left it, and I think we all said like this movie could have been a half hour longer and much better. Yeah, totally. if they had given depth to these moments, if they hadn't rushed so much, it was weird that. I mean, we have the end of a of a forty year saga, yeah. right? Endgame had had so many movies that were building up to it, and they they treated it with a three plus hour movie, right? This has way fewer movies, but forty years of history and of emotion behind it, it literal generations, and and they 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 piddled out. Yeah. Mm. And I think I think we <laughs> we really could break it down scene by scene what went wrong but i think jason said the ultimate problem with star wars the new star wars and that is planning Mm -hmm. and i think that is literally what it comes down to is that the prequels the prequels wrote themselves Right, so in the, in the sense that George but they, Lucas, they still had a lot of depth to them. Exactly, like so they had a destination, but they right. they added depth that made it interesting. A- agreed, right, agreed. Right, right. George George Lucas wrote four, five, and six, but he had but he knew that one, two, and three right. needed to exist as well, and so that was that's the master plan, right? That's that's he he only created four, five, and six because he knew what one, two, and three were, mm-hmm. right? And and you're right, and there was still so much room to it become and explore and yeah. be what it needed to be. Even though we all knew where it was going, it, it let us mm-hmm. get invested. And it, it was, yeah, it, it wasn't was any cheap. Right up until the end, we're like, wow, what is going on? And yeah. it was so complete. Yes. It was a very complete story. Yeah. I mean, even with like the whole, like even if you think about everything critically and think about like the whole thing with the separatists mm-hmm. and the, the Republic and everything, like why the war is going on, how... Um, it was orchestrated by Palpatine. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, oh, that's actually genius. Like mm-hmm, on, right. on Palpatine's part to set up both sides of this war. Right. And because either way, he's getting into power. Whether mm-hmm. the separatists win, he gets in power. If the Republic wins, he still gets in power. Right. It's mm-hmm. genius. Yeah. It is. And it's it's thorough and it's near perfect yeah. as far as like a story arc goes, right? Um, and we'll, we're, we will be the first to admit the problems with the prequels as well. Oh, right. absolutely. But we're right. talking overall story. As right a story. We're not, we're, yeah, we won't talk about directing or dialogue, right. whatever, because right. that it is what it is. But but you, you talk about these new movies, which it's ironic because they have, they're wonderfully, beautifully directed. And as far as dialogue goes, they're not cheesy. They're mm-hmm. You know, it's good character dialogue moments, right? Yeah. It's not pulpy yeah. and stupid. It's yeah. it's good writing. It's got good effects. It's like yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. fast-paced and entertaining. But yeah. it's missing the one thing that needs to be there, which is structure. Yeah. And, and I mean, and that, that, that goes behind the scenes of like Disney just didn't know what to do. It, it had yeah. this massive thing and it's like, uh, go, 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 go. And it, it, 
JJ, I mean, how many times did they restructure seven, eight, and nine? First, it was going to be JJ, Ryan, and Colin, and then it was JJ, then it's JJ and Ryan, and then it's JJ, well, first Ryan, it, and JJ. Very first, it was going to be JJ. Yeah, yeah, it was going to be JJ all the way through, yeah. and and so the, which would have been probably much better. Sh- it should have been. Yeah, or or you know, it, even the, even I think about this, I think and. We, and this to me would have made much more sense, even if JJ didn't direct every single one. If he at least, with his writing partner, or writing partners, right. wrote every single yeah. one, like George Lucas, and produced he every single one. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. He only directed yeah. the first, and then the, the prequels, right? Yeah. But yeah, and then you just bring in directors that bring their own voice and their own style and right. their own mm-hmm. whatever to it. it could have keep it under one roof. Yeah, it could have. It could have helped yeah. so much of that. Because because yeah. that's that's the problem with the sequels is because they weren't planned. Um, and because they had the different directors, n- certain things didn't get covered. Right. And that's the problem with Rise of Skywalker is it had a, a million answers that needed to be or a million questions that needed to be answered that didn't get answered. Mm-hmm. And so he had to rush through all of that while making a story at the same time, yeah. you know, and like completing that story. And so that was, you know, the problem that it was faced with. And it was kind of doomed to fail if you kind of look at it. In it, the was. End. it was. It was. Um, even, like, I've read the Colin Trevorrow. Uh, Duel of the Fates. Duel of the Fates, which is a fantastic Best title name. I've ever Such read. a good title. Really cool. And even that one is like, eh, it's all, it's, it's okay. And I can't decide if it's better or not, but it's, it's right. fine, you right. know. It makes more sense. And that's the thing. It, it has to be, would it have been better just as a movie, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Because we, it's it's so hard to look at the the summation of this saga, and it's so weird to see like what this did to the fans, because you've got two and a half generations yeah. of investment into this series, right? And so people, the people who are watching, have been raised with Star Wars, like grew up on Star Wars, and then raised their kids on Star Wars, mm-hmm. right? And so. Star Wars is as much of a part of my life. I, I mean, it, it has always been a part of my life, right? And so it's so strange because, and it's, it's tough to, to cater to that. I don't yeah. even think cater is the right word. You know, it's tough to, to have an audience who is this invested and this critical. Yeah. You know, and so that's where a plan comes in because that's something you can always stick to. That's something that's always part of it. And I know there was something Kathleen Kennedy was saying that Palpatine was always supposed to be the Which is absolute not, that is not true at all, by the way. And even if it was, it was the (laughs) most poorly executed big picture. Yeah. I think, I think. He should have been introduced a long time ago. There should have been hints at it. There should have been a hint in in Force Awakens. Which which is kind of the big thing that I, that I wanted to bring up. That was the main thing that frustrated me. It wasn't that... Ray was a Palpatine because I think you could have done that in a, actually a really cool and interesting way. And if, some people called it. Yeah, and if if that was planted yeah. from yeah. day one, yeah. where she struggles with this true darkness inside yeah. her, that could have been a really good arc because it would have it actually would have been great because Star Wars, like the entirety of Star Wars, is very much a Palpatine story. One through six is very much a Palpatine story. Yeah, it's yeah. his rise in the Senate. Yeah. It's his ultimate master plan that no one was able to see and it was completely clouded and it was his domination over the galaxy. And then for him to just go away and then come back so unsanctimoniously was yeah. just wasted. It was lazy yeah. and it was uh, what what's something that fans respect. Let's right. use that. And that's the, that's the point I'm making with the fans too is that like, without a plan, 
fans can say like, well, it should have been this way. Mm-hmm. It should have done this. It would have been mm-hmm. so easy to do this. When you have it jumping from ship to ship, things keep falling in between the cracks. Yeah. And so we have things that we're built up for that we are going to expect because we feel, because we've been able to rely on Star Wars, right? right. Star Wars was reliable mm-hmm. for 4, 5, and 6, and 1, 2, and 3. Even though there are flaws in each, it was reliable, right? And you got to say, this leads to this, leads to this. Yeah. And so fans expected that. And so it was that much more shocking and upsetting when the rug was pulled out, yeah. right? Because they they didn't have any of that met from movie to movie. And so even 7 to 8, we predicted, it's like, well, what can 9 be now? And so 9 is, is partial victim of circumstance. Mm-hmm. But... So is eight, and so is seven. Yeah, because they can't bear the There is no master plan. No. There's no arc. There's no. There's no big picture involved. And Star Wars fans, it just doesn't make were sense. Were raised to expect yeah. that. Yeah, and so without it, we are so left in the lurch, and and we've all got th- these head cannons that make sense because we know Star Wars better than anyone who was at the helm of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. which is such a weird thing. Except, I mean, and and that's. Over the course of it, right? Because J.J. Yeah. Abrams is a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah, he's great. That's the that's the franchise he cared about so much. And then, I mean, I'm sure he's torn up about seeing where it ended up and, and what had to happen. But it's it's weird the, the position it's left in now with the fans being... It, we've got total disillusionment and abandonment issues yeah. now. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, at the end of the day, I don't hate Rise of Skywalker. And... I, like I said, I had a, a fun enough time, but it's, I, I fully recognize its flaws. I think I just empathize with it more. Um, like just you, the you, situation. You pity it. I pity it. And, yeah. and, 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 and another I thing I was going to say, <laughs> and another thing I was going to say is like at the grand, at the end of the day, like now that it's over, it makes the other movies worse. Okay. <laughs> which, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it does. It I, makes, and that's what's sad is like, yeah, you know, yeah, th- this trilogy makes, you know, the movies before it worse, but Rise of Skywalker makes Force Awakens and Last Jedi worse somehow. Yeah. Right. And I think right. the, the thing that, that is my number one frustration and complaint with the movie, and I think it's most people's as well, is what Force Awakens means for and Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, for his legacy and for his character, yeah. for his arc. Because you ha- specifically, um, you you have. Do you mean Rise of Skywalker means for his legacy? Yes. What what, okay. what Rise of Skywalker has done to his yes. legacy yes. and has done to his character and done to his everything redemption. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, the big thing that that, that really just kind of. I just felt like I was taking it on the chin watching it was the fact that this dark overlord, Emperor Palpatine, the only thing that was able to destroy him was the love of a father for a son or the love of a son for a father, you know, the the, the, the mm-hmm. family love, which is what George Lucas said all along, that this is a family drama before it's a sci-fi, before it's action. It is a family drama. And that is at its pinnacle when the Darth Vader is able to look at the events unfolding in front of him, his son being electrocuted by his puppet master and able to say no and able to vanquish him and kind of with him able to cast off his darkness and try to atone for even a moment mm-hmm. for his for his horrible decisions in life. And, and then for 
that, that to basically be like, okay, that was cool, Anakin, but it really only counts if Rey does it because she's a Palpatine. And also, it didn't really do anything. Sorry. Yeah. Also, yeah. so he's alive, and the threat is worse than ever. Did you exactly. see? Did you see you that, didn't help. that news article that was like, did you know that like on the planet Exegol, apparently yes. it was like you know the Sith cultists. Um, are like natives of the planet and uh, they were raised to be Sith loyalists. Indoctrinated. Indoctrinated. They were raised to be mechanics and scientists and soldiers for the Sith final order. And it's like, how would we have known Yeah, all that? the responses were like, of course they didn't know that. <laughs> I, of course I, they didn't know that. Are you serious? We had this no was idea a, what was happening. This was invented on a whim. This yeah. is like a major plot hole. Yeah. yeah. So like we didn't... Yeah. So also, that. did you know that force healing actually drains your life source? Oh my gosh! Okay, and that's part <laughs> and two, and, and that you can. Oh, that, I mean, it's all of it. That's of it. that's part two of what and I want to talk about. That's also stupid because yeah. that was Anakin's whole thing. Which yeah. is exactly my other thing that, <laughs> it, takes, that it takes a that it takes a, just a fat dump on Anakin. It's like, yeah. oh, you wanted to save Padme. You guess you just had it to be you had to be your grandson or his girlfriend. Yeah, because yeah, homeboy and homegirl they didn't need to learn that. Yeah, when did Ben learn it? They just they didn't need a knowledge of the force at all. They didn't no. need a knowledge <laughs> of the force at all. They can just kind of do it. They can just say, "Hey, I want to heal." It's like yeah. Anakin was way stronger than all of you, and yeah. he couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Like, are you yeah. kidding? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's th- so that's so that's why I I I find so much frustration. Yeah. Is that, and it's just like little punches. Just little, just little digs that I'm like, okay, sorry Anakin, sorry Anakin, sorry Darth Vader. Yeah. We probably could have. Sorry sp- Qui Gon. Sorry Qui Gon. Sorry Obi Wan. Yeah. Just everyone. Sorry, but this is more important than that. Yeah. This one so, movie is more important than six. And what's so movies. weird is that they made this, and they were they were trying to tie up the loose ends. This was this was trying to give an answer for the yeah. badness that led up to it, and it it really just spat on so much of what was set up and what was supposed to be delivered. Yeah. And and that's the thing. I mean, that's, again, going back to how the fans have to take it. I had a roommate in college. Um, he was one of my first roommates, and uh, he was a writer, a, a, self, a self-proclaimed writer. And I asked him once, like, what, what got you into writing? And he was like, uh, so I was at a I was at a party once. It was a friend's uh, younger sibling's birthday party, and so I was there with my younger sister, and my buddy was there with his younger sibling, and we're all hanging out and stuff. And there are a few people there, and then someone put on My Little Pony as a joke, the show My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Someone put it on as a joke, and so like we just kind of started watching it, and it was actually really good. <laughs> and I'm sitting there with my jaw on the floor, and he was like, "It was really good," and it was like so good that we watched the whole first season <laughs> and like what? just binged it after when we got home and I'm like sitting there like waiting for how this the resolves yeah, <laughs> yeah. Joke. and so he was like and it was actually really good and he's like so then we I watch it all on Netflix and then the second season rolls around and everything just changed he's like the producer changed like some of the writers changed and he's like it just lost what it was and I'm like was it ever anything I'm still in shock and he's like and I was so upset about it that I started writing my own stories for it oh and so he what? got his start. Like, he was a writer, and he took himself pretty seriously as a writer, and he got his start from doing My Little Pony fanfic. You're and I felt kid. so distant from that until now. <laughs> Where wow. the realities I'm creating in my mind for Star Wars yeah. are not only, in yeah. my opinion, better than what Rise of Skywalker could have or should have been, they have somehow given me a weird sense of peace. Like, the scenes huh. I'm writing in my head and I'm visualizing, I feel good about that. 
and and I get I understand Daniel a little bit better. <laughs> I think I hope <laughs> that's a fake name. Shout um, out Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out for his sake. I I he knew I, how silly he sounded. Okay. <laughs> I think fans the world over are in that same boat as well. Yeah. They're able to. There. That's why there was so much backlash and outcry against The Last Jedi mm. for people being like, because the people with Force Awakens were like, uh, we're unsure, but this is, maybe maybe we can do, we, we can work with this, yeah. right? The fans generally were pretty good with Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. They liked it's it. It's a good exposition. Yeah. People it liked it. Setup. Because it's safe and it's fun and it's yeah. easy and it's and watchable. We had, and, it, and it was, it really leaned into the characters, right? Yeah. And we're like, these are yeah. new characters. And it set them like. up very well. Yeah. And, and it was still respectful to the old ones. And that yes. was the most important part yeah. right. is that it be a continuation of the old right. ones. Right. But when it came down to it, I felt like it wasn't a continuation of the no, old one. No, it was it, a rehash it of was, four. It could have just been a side story, yeah. and that would have been better. Right? Yeah, right. And uh, and it's funny, though, because like there, was, there, was, there wasn't there was the trepidation and frustration with seven. Maybe a little bit of, okay, where are we going to go with this? But okay, I'm on board. And then eight, and then it was just like death threats and right. hatred. Right. And the fan base just started to just crumble. And then nine... Which I think is way more feels way more divisive than um, than eight in in my opinion. But the fan base just kind of laid on its back and sh- rolled we're over, defeated. and we're just like, okay, yeah. No one was as pissed and as bitter. They were just like, this one is this okay. one's a lot more divisive. I've yeah. seen a lot on the internet. It's pretty split fifty fifty among fans. I feel like, yeah, and I mean, yeah. that's the thing. It's it's. For those who hated Last Jedi, they knew going into Nine that they couldn't get their hopes up. Which is so funny because I didn't hate Last Jedi. I, right. I, I had a, I had a, I mean, I've, I've since kind of changed my tune a little bit, and I've said that yeah. that you know really to acknowledge what it is at its faults while still enjoying the good moments there. But I, I hate <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Jaren went through. What what, what, what others, Jason and I yeah. went through with Last Jedi, he went through that with Rise right. of Skywalker. And I went through that, and and the the longer I've had a way for, to, to 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 sit on it, the more just unruly and un, <laughs> and unhappy I've become. I just right. feel like a a little grumpy, sad king. And I, th- I think <laughs> the, the I think Eli and I are coming from a space where we feel like Rise of Skywalker is a, a product of the Last Jedi. It is right. Last Jedi's fault mm-hmm. that Rise of Skywalker is the way it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's kind of the way we feel about that. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't want to spend, like, our whole time talking about just the, the, the trilogy in general. I want to, like, talk about um, the whole saga as well. Yeah, right. what it means. Yeah, I want this to be, like, a Star Wars kind of, kind yeah. of a story. And so, like, um, I mean, starting with the prequels, like we mentioned, the prequels was the, a really good setup. And I think that people went into the prequels... Um, episode one, thinking that they were going to see, you know, the start of Darth Vader. Yeah. Like where, you know, Darth Vader, when he was younger, when he was still doing bad things, but then they got Kid Anakin and they were kind of, I think they were pretty disappointed in they Kid were. Anakin. I, I, I bet, I, we don't know because we weren't yeah. really paying attention back then. We, we were just happy to see lightsabers. It's just cool. I, yeah, I just bet really cool. that the hatred for Phantom Menace very much would mirror the hatred for Last Jedi, with the earlier generation. Correct. Yeah, and and, but with that said, it it finished up its trilogy in a really good way, yeah, in a complete story yeah. that told you know the beginning to the end 
of Anakin Skywalker. Right. And that's exactly what it was meant to do. That's exactly what it did. It was comprehensive, not always pretty, you know, Um, but that mainly has to do, honestly, with some of the lines, like, you know, some of the the dialogue and some of the acting. Right. But if you put that aside... It's not bad. Yeah. No, it's no, better than the not arc bad. It's is is well done. They they gave more depth to the universe that we loved, and it, it was able to add some really good elements without getting as far as what Star Wars should be absurd. Yeah. Characters were absurd, and dialogue was at times right, and acting was. I mean, yeah, Dax. Right, Dex. Dex. Yeah. It's what pretty, do you know? It's pretty absurd. Only one. Um, <laughs> but but episode two is really absurd. Right. It is. Um, it's it's anime. Hundred percent. <laughs> but it's it's interesting looking at. I mean, I I I felt like they were around this. Maybe it's just because of our background. But I felt like what the sequels could have been. They could have done a lot more service to the prequels. Yeah. Even even the obvious original series that they do, right, with the character still being in it, with mm-hmm. with the interactions there and with the result from those conflicts. But I felt like there was a really big opportunity for some prequel integration. I felt like it could have been the marriage of the two. It could have been. Yeah. When we're you could looking, have done so much more with droids, with the Federation. She had, right. she had ancient Jedi texts. She could have been like, oh, yeah. and Master Qui-Gon Jinn wrote or yeah. something. I don't know. We could have, I mean, there could have been Padme a lot stuff. of those yeah. things that, that kind of gave some flesh to it. And I think we could have, and this is this is getting back to the idea of what would I as a Star Wars fan have done, right? Go back to our, our Last Jedi prediction episode where we're talking about yeah. what could have been and and I mean it's it even that feel I, I have a weird one that got away kind of feeling about what we thought should have happened next. Um, but looking at the prequels and looking at sort of this ideology of the force or of what a Jedi should be or shouldn't be or, or where they're right or wrong, I think as what the prequels did that could have been really realized in this is it started to kind of hint at this idea that maybe the Jedi weren't right necessarily, yeah. that maybe with all of the force they have, they are they are the military peacekeeping force of the galaxy, and they are deceived by one guy, not even two. It's by one guy, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not balance. That's not yeah. balance in the force. And the fact that in episode one, we get this idea of Qui-Gon, who won't be led on the council because he... It's a free thinker. He's a free thinker, and he won't approach... He follows the force and not politics. Yes, and that's the thing. He, he doesn't approach the Jedi according to their rules, and so he's a troublemaker, but he has a better idea of the force than any of them do, which is, which is realized in episode three mm-hmm. when Yoda says, look, he's a force ghost. Like, he's the first one to ever figure this out. And I think that's something, this relationship with the Force, and we talked about this in our last Jedi prediction episode where we say it's time for the Jedi to end. We hoped that would have meant the Force is something that has to be internal. A balance in the Force is a balance within every person. And Qui-Gon understood that, and we get hints of that in in these different elements. Jason and I talked about it and almost got emotional saying (laughs) what Qui-Gon training Anakin would have meant. Mm And what that would have led to and what we feel like George Lucas set up that foundation that it could have been and us understanding what could have been, which is why it made sense for what happened with Obi-Wan and Anakin, 
Yeah. And and I feel like I feel like the Qui Gon thing is is such an untapped source of of really what could have been. And that's yeah. the biggest thing from the prequels that I keep coming back to is Qui Gon, which is weird because mm-hmm. it's it's not an Anakin thing, even though we needed more of that and and we needed I would have killed for an interaction between him and Ben. But I keep going back to Qui-Gon and this idea of the Force that the prequels really did set up really nicely Mm -hmm. that we don't think of as explicitly. But but in Episode 1 and 3, we get this idea that Qui-Gon was right Mm -hmm. and and that there's something to that. And you're you're forgetting. Even, I mean, Anakin, and Anakin went a little too far with it. And and that was his his downfall right. was thinking like oh it has to be one or the other well, <laughs> well in my point of view the Jedi are evil that's right. the thing that's the thing it's yeah, like right. he he really wanted to set up in three specifically that it's all about point of view yes, yes. which which is which what is am I forgetting? which yeah. what you're forgetting which is they continue to set that up in the Clone Wars with Ahsoka yeah right Ahsoka right. leaving and saying the Jedi are misled yeah and, and you guys are so blind with thinking of this of the force as this rigid thing mm-hmm. that has to be this way when it's so much more human or whatever yeah. coruscantia natural and, and, <laughs> yes and that that's another like reason why the clone wars is so important sorry the clone wars series mm-hmm. is really important both of them mm-hmm. um is when a so or when ahsoka leaves um, that's part of Anakin's downfall a little yeah. bit because like that kind of starts it off because he was so like just heartbroken about part her of it, leaving. Part of his it, innocence dies. A yeah, little. And, yeah. And, and so her leaving was a big part of him going yeah. to the dark side. But anyway, keep going. But I, I was just saying about um, the, the prequels. <laughs> it's really funny actually. The one thing that so many people complain about the prequels having too much of politics is actually personally what I think the sequels could have benefited from because I feel like it would have presented some structure Mm -hmm. and some continuous story arc that we could have watched through each episode absolutely and I think it was was nonsense and I think would have it would have actually connected things better had that new republic actually cared about this terrorist organization blowing up and we just don't and, and yeah and that's never really addressed we're like so they just don't respond? Yeah, why is the Republic and the Resistance separate entities and how on earth is the first order well, so wait, powerful? But and how are they how are they getting away with blowing up like seven planets right. and the Republic's like, well, that's it. Oh, yeah. darn. We're well, fine. And here's what's funny and I mean wishful thinking. Reading Colin Trevorrow's Star Wars Episode Nine, it's very centered on Coruscant, which is funny because it would have given so much life to the prequels, but it shows basically the people rioting mm-hmm. against what was the Republic, which has become the First Order, and them saying, like, no, this is our world, this is our city, and you get so much more of the kind of street-level yes. politics yeah. of yeah. Star Wars, and you see, oh, this is... And because it, it ties that together, like why has the Republic been this way? It's because they've been stamped out, and now Coruscant, this once bustling metropolis, is this dilapidated, slummy, mm-hmm. crappy kind of regime city right. now. Right. And that could have been like, oh, that's why the Republic, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so that you is how have given I think, it a backbone. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny looking at, I mean talking about this idea of what the Jedi were or should have been, right? And Ahsoka getting that and Qui-Gon getting that. Um, it's it's funny that, like, kind of how obvious it should have been when, as fans, you know, yeah. to us being like, 
they can't love. It's like, oh yeah, okay. It's like, wait, no, that's a, that's a that's a bad thing. And they are zealots. The Jedi are, yeah. are zealots, and it's it's extremists. And mm-hmm. you know, love is obviously a redeeming, wonderful thing, which Qui Gon understood. Mm-hmm. You know, and which is where we could have had, uh, you know, which is the what could have been that George Lucas intentionally set up with what could have been with Anakin and yeah. what could have been in these things. And what's interesting too is that in the old canon, um, pre Disney. That that's resolved when Luke starts the New Jedi Order. You mm-hmm. know, Luke m- marries an ex Sith. Yeah. You know, he he legit gets married, and and they they kind of confront that idea or ideal that that you say was Anakin false. or Luke? Sorry, Luke. Luke. I heard I said Anakin, Luke. Luke. I think okay. I did. I don't remember. I but I said is, is yeah. Well, Luke starts the New Jedi Order and gets married, right? And yeah. and this it this is in the books. It's a lot more loosey goosey. <laughs> Needless to say, in the old um, canon, uh, Luke had, he grew up and he continued to grow and he became, he, he didn't just um, go backwards. He right. didn't go into retrograde right. and then hide on an island. Yeah. Uh, Luke was really done dirty. <laughs> well, he, he was, but but I'm going to come to the defense of that always and say that that was George, whether Mark Hamill did disliked it or not, George Lucas's initial plan was regardless of the books to make Luke have that level of development where he felt the guilt for something negative happening it wasn't necessarily his nephew being bad or anything right. but he nephew had a bad dream right <laughs> kill him <laughs> but but it was George's intention for Luke to have that fall from grace and have to re-earn it again right. because he was this ultimately he was this godlike Jedi and George intended for him to have to really understand. Right. I'm meaning. okay with a flawed story, and I'm okay with with Luke having to go through some stuff. But he needs to be the same character. Yeah, yeah. And I what agree. was what I agree was so lousy about that. the transition is like, okay, suddenly he doesn't want to be found. He's kind of giving up. He's not the same character. He's anymore. literally, and he's not even the same character that they led up to in Force Awakens, which is where the planning fails because it's yeah. like, okay, he left a map. So it's like he wants to be found, which means that he'll be found at the right time, which means he's waiting for mm. someone for, okay, he's waiting, right? And, like, they set that up, and then it just wasn't that, right? Yeah. So I, th- I anyway, think they Ra- did def do Luke dating. Yeah, they did. And Ra- Ryan, it's funny because I feel like Ryan Johnson was more concerned with writing a good story than writing a accurate story or like like a oh my gosh why would Luke throw it like yeah because that's such a moment yeah he wanted to go for that like shock he wanted shock throughout that that, you know he wanted a a a story that kept everyone guessing and it was good writing but it wasn't (laughs) correct writing and that sounds so nitpicky and stupid and that's that's really all I can say for The Last Jedi is like it, it's pretty good writing and like well, they, it also they made wasn't it, good writing there's well, moments that are bad but. <laughs> no it, it's both but like I mean it's at the end of the day it's it's still a pretty good movie I just hate it um, for being a Star it's Wars movie it's not a good movie. Star Wars movie no. I hate that it's a Star Wars movie because I mean, it I, ruined everything I think it, I, I don't think we can look at it in a vacuum like that we can't say it's a good movie not a Star Wars because it's only a Star Wars movie well I can appreciate right. it as a film like for like what they did well, how they made it moments but I think I think the blanket like it's a good movie I I I don't think it is. I don't think because I don't know. because what what does the I movie have that. to be in its context, right? You can't. It Last Jedi can't exist on its own. 
I think we can acknowledge the good parts of Last Jedi, but they don't make it a good movie. No, I just think of it as like it's a bad movie. Moving parts, like mechanical, like like parts, as in like you know story, character, like all of that. Like if you put it out of context, it's like it's a complete like movie. It's it was done well. I agree. But when I think like oh that's Luke Skywalker, when I think this is Star Wars, this is like uh, how a Star Wars movie, you know, like it, it's bad. Well, and I think it's I think it's okay to do that because of how <laughs> disillusioned we are with Star yeah. Wars. That at this point, I'm like, the only way that I'm able to enjoy this is if I don't enjoy it as a Star Wars movie, which is sad. But uh, the, yeah, you're right. There there are great moments about it. I mean, but I also look at Empire Strikes Back, and it's great because it's in between four and six. But it's also great. It's a great sci-fi movie. Yeah, five is a great sci-fi movie that people will look at as. Yeah, one of the best sci-fi movies, not just the best Star Wars movie. And that's, that's not that's not different things. It's it's know. a Star Wars movie. That's what it exists as. That's the only kind of movie it is, right? You're saying you're saying that if we change character names and place names and visuals, but keep that stuff, then it's a good movie. Okay, maybe. maybe. Yeah. But but that's not what it is. That's not what it is, and that's not what it could ever be. Right? No, well, you, you're divorcing so much of of what the movie is in order to make an excuse to call it a good movie. The, the and fact I think is, that's flawed. The fact is, we have so much already. Like we have so much content that we are privileged enough to discriminate in these ways. I think. Right, and, but and that's I think that's the, I think, saying it's a good movie in that context, gives Disney some kind of out. And I think they, they, they still they still no. get nothing from me. No, but that, but but I think I think you bake that into it when you can say, well, at least it's a good movie. No, I, that's, not, it's a good that's more to, that's more that's to, more to Ryan Johnson. That's more to Ryan Johnson's directing credit Correct. than it than it is an actual like like he like he messed up. I I think I think as far as like the Star Wars story goes, it's he messed up. Right. But I, I think as like production value, it was done well. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, but like that's that's what I can say for it. Right. Yeah. Like, because other than that, it's still at the bottom of my list, which right. we will get into later. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess maybe that's just, maybe we're into semantics too much. Yeah. You know, no, I think I, I think, think we right. limit it to it's production semantics. value, things like that. I I can't abide it being called a good movie. I will acknowledge any good element. You know, and I agree with the elements that you guys like. That's the thing. I do agree with yeah. with these elements, but I can't say a good movie. I get that. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, we can move on to the original trilogy now. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, and it, which is honestly, it's still the best. It's still you know everybody's top. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as everything goes, because I mean, it had that complete story. It had a classic you know, kind of good versus evil tale, um, you know, done in a sci-fi way that was completely original, never before seen. Yeah. You know, none of these things had ever been done in a sci-fi movie. I've seen a lot of sci-fi movies from the 70s and 80s. None of them compare. No. Like, it is, this is the most original. I mean, it's allowed to be its own thing. Yeah. Right. It's it's the best world building. It's the best, I mean, Luke, I'm your father, or no, I'm your father is... Yeah. That's it. That's that's the moment. You know, that's like yeah. that's the cinema moment. Yeah. And and but it's the Star Wars moment as well, but it's the moment of yeah, it's, everything. It's culture. Yeah, it is. Use the force Luke is 
culture. And, and just those those little elements like the force or um, lightsabers, like those are original ideas. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's, it's just funny it's though, little stuff like that that are incredible. It's funny because it, it's not so much – It's I mean, we even talked about this, I think, last episode or whatever when we talked about stuff based on stuff based on stuff. Yeah. Right. Like it's not – it's – it's not so much that the core of it is so original because clearly it pulled from this and that and all this and that, but it's the collection of it is groundbreaking yeah. and massive. It's the ultimate, it's the, like the ultimate gathering of a million ideas into this new unbelievable thing yeah. that right. makes it so cool. And and it's I think it's like the, the full story that kind of makes us realize that um, with you know, it's it's family drama kind of kind of a tale, and and I think that that's really unique about it as well. Yeah, it's very Shakespearean. Yeah, totally. It, it, it really is Hamlet, and that's the thing. It it only has to be compared to itself. It it wasn't living up to anything. It wasn't no. you know. And there's there's different problems or different ways we might yeah. have to look at other things when we're saying, well, but the original Star Wars did this right. What's fun about it is that it was only ever its own thing, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And even though it was it was made with prequels in mind, and even though there were things that still got to be part of George Lucas's overall vision, like, this was still its own thing. This yeah. is yeah. still, like, the purest thing. Yeah. There's no, there's no room for anybody to be like, but Jedi do this, or this should have been this, or yeah. this, because it was its own thing. Yeah. And, and it was such a strong foundation that, that we have countless things that have come from it, yeah, right? Totally. And a lot of them are really good. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are masterful, you know, and there are elements and there are things that that are deserving of places in history and to be said in the same conversation as the originals. And like Jason said, we are really, we're blessed to have what we have. Yeah. In so many regards, to be able to be kind of babies about it, yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> and it's it's hard though to yeah. see, to feel so helpless when it comes to where it is now, right? Before yeah. Disney, what we liked or disliked about Star Wars, even with the like the crazy amount of authors that were doing these technically canonical books, mm-hmm. like it, it still felt like it was its own thing. It still felt like. Okay, well, this is Star Wars, right? And we pick things we like, and we get yeah. to pick Jedi we like, or or these different elements. But then it shifts with Disney, and Disney retcons so much of what we grew up with. They say, okay, we're keeping this and this and this. The rest is not true, I mm-hmm. guess. And then we're gonna do all this. And so anything good that comes from Disney, anything Disney does well, there's a bitterness to it for yeah. me. And and I I think that. One of the biggest differences that I noticed when looking in retrospect is, so when you watch the original trilogy, if you had never seen Return of the Jedi, um, the sixth movie, you would be like, okay, so we have this whole thing um, after uh, Empire, you know, well, where does it go from here? Well, he still has to complete his training. Right, and in his completing his training is going to be facing Darth Vader. We know that there has to be a showdown between Darth Vader, the Emperor. Um, we know that you know it's leading to that moment. Uh, with the prequels, you're like, okay, well, we've seen some glimpses of Anakin, you know, tapping into the dark side, but he's not Darth Vader yet, and we know it's going to end at that point. Mm-hmm. With the sequel trilogy, 
we were at Last Jedi and we thought, well, where does it go from here? It's mm-hmm. and it's over. Like yeah. as far as we're all concerned, yeah. what what happens next? Um, and that's I think that's one of the major differences. Um, um, like when you compare all three trilogies, mm-hmm. is it had nowhere to go, mm-hmm. yeah. whereas the other two trilogies it's like okay well it's leading up to something it's building up to this great finale where it's the final showdown right you know whereas this one it's like well what in the world could the final showdown possibly be yeah we were we were left we were left we were left just grasping at straws we're like okay you know and 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 part of my mind i'm like okay i guess this has to be ben's movie now yeah i guess this has to be ben's moment if the only way we're going to bring this full circle bad yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess he, his, but, but also his you, thing you, has to be it. But, at the but, same time, you take into account it's still a Star Wars movie. Right. He's still a Skywalker. Ben has to be redeemed. Something That's the has only to logical thing is that he gets redeemed. So, like, how are you going to have that big showdown with Ben, you know? Yeah, right. And then they cram it all in the last 20 yeah. minutes of the movie. And you're like, yeah. oh. And apparently it's Palpatine, and apparently it's always been Palpatine. Yeah. yeah. You know? It absolutely makes no sense. Yeah. And I, so, I would have preferred, even though... It was good to see Ben's redemption, and that's that's one of the the parts that that I appreciated about Rise of Skywalker. Even with that, I would have rather seen a bad Ben at the end. I would have rather seen him because that's original. Fully embracing, yeah, because it wouldn't have been what we expected. I would have liked to see him not be redeemed. It's, I would have liked to see him, you know. Uh, maybe kill Leia or some like and realize like oh he's gone and like see the kind of desperation of this this true evil that mm-hmm. we get to face right yeah either bring him all the way back or that's almost poetic push him all the way, way. Over. I think that's yeah. that's almost poetic in a way you know the prequels ended on a bad note it yeah. ended with Anakin is bad that's it right you know and it if it ended with Ben being bad that kind of actually. That'd be poetic in, in its own right because yeah. it, it kind of, you know, harkened back to that movie. Especially because of the difference we would get to see. Yeah. Because it'd be different. Three know? ended and we know Anakin gets redeemed, right? Yeah. We know Darth Vader does his thing. And, I mean, this could have been different enough to say where we're left waiting and wondering and we see these bits in eight where it's like, okay, uh, so he's offering, okay, so he wants Ray to join him. They want to be the bad guys, right? And then he kills Snoke, and then, right, he's trying to kill Luke and all this stuff. Luke says, "See you around," right? Which we never, which we didn't get, by the way. Yeah. Um, but then it would have been really interesting to see him just be bad. Mm. That being said, I, I do like his redemption. I, but, I do yeah. too, but but I wish that. But they even that was cheaper. Yeah, I wish that they would have. Push and pushed it. If they're gonna make him good, I want him to be the guy. Yeah, I want him to be totally the one that he probably has to. He probably should have ended it out as a Skywalker. Exactly, he should have yeah. used his been mom's his. freaking lightsaber. Correct. Like, what on earth That's was that? True. That was so. That was such a glaring thing to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. it felt wrong when he didn't because I thought that's what they were leading up to. It's like, yeah. okay, here's his mom's lightsaber. Uh-huh. Yeah, and here's true. Palpatine, who's been leading him astray. He gets to come back and do something about it. Yeah, you know, so rather than it being Ray, okay, then not Ray. Oh wait, it is actually Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 you know what? Going back to the originals, I there's nothing that Disney can do that will penetrate the 
the singularity and the power that is four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. In my mind, there's nothing that they can do that will really ruin that ever for me. And, and one, two, and three are great and lovely and wonderful and some of my favorites in their mm-hmm. own right, right, for personal reasons. Yeah. But there is just some perfect cultural fortitude with four, five, and six that I, I can just go on whistling my tune, happy as ever that they exist, and that's it. Yeah. Because it's that good, you know. All right. So with all that being said, um, we're going to try and do our definitive rankings personally. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you guys put uh, each movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Of the Skywalker saga? Of the Skywalker okay. saga. We're going to actually, we're going to include Rogue One probably. Okay. Um, because it's, it's very canonical. I mean, Solo not so much just because it's, you know, pretty apart. Right. It doesn't right. really fit in with yeah. everything else. So we'll do Rogue One as well. Okay. Um, but, yeah, Jaren, do you want to start us off with your definitive ranking? You got it. I will go from top to bottom. Okay. Oh, no. You want to go from bottom to top? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> number. It's always nice to lead up to number, number one. Number 10, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, damn. It is a, it is a bottomless pit that, I, <laughs> that will never see the light of day if I have anything to say with it. Um, nine, I hate to say it. Phantom Menace. Whoa. Yeah, I really hate to say that because I, I, part of me is in love with Phantom Menace. But that's where it is. Number eight, The Force Awakens. What? Mm-hmm. Number <laughs> seven, The Last Jedi. Oh, you're wild. Number Sorry, six, <laughs> number six, Attack of the Clones. And then there is a chasm. <laughs> and then there is a gulf of distance between Attack of the Clones and number six, which is Rogue One. You said five. What you was it? Six was five. Five or I, I I miscounted that. Okay. So Say yeah, ten Rise of Skywalker, nine Phantom Menace, eight Force Awakens, seven Last Jedi, six Attack of the Clones, a massive chasm. Five. I guess that'd be five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Five, Rogue One. Four, A New Hope. Three, Revenge of the Sith. Five, Return of the Jedi. Two. I'm going crazy. Return of the Jedi. I'm so sorry. I'm counting backwards. Five. five, Two. Two, Return (laughs) of the Jedi. Number one, Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Okay, you're... Wild, homeboy. guys. This was only very, your only your bottom half's wild. This was very yeah. difficult. Only but, your bottom but half's wild. The reason, it's wild because the reason I say <laughs> yeah. Rogue One is <laughs> that high compared to that's well, a, that's, yes, that's, Ro- that's, I think Rogue One is just about, empirically a better movie than that's Phantom about Menace where my Rogue and One Attack is. Of the Clones. I think and Force Awakens and Force Awakens. Yes, that, that's Rogue, where, wild. Rogue One is better than all of the yeah. sequel trilogy combined. Jer- our, our Darren and I's top three is very or top five is very similar. But you got to remember that chasm. Guys, there's such a difference between the bottom half and the top half. Yeah. There's so much difference. I think, I mean, Eli, I'll have you go next maybe if you want to. But I think I might start with my number one and go down. Yeah, you really set me up for failure there. Math is my worst subject. I I don't know how you went from three to five, though. I don't know either. I mean, did you want to go next or should I go next? I mean, I'm I'm okay okay either way, but if you want to I don't care either way. Okay, go for it. I will go... Yeah, from top to bottom, best down to worst. Okay. So I'm going to go first with Empire Strikes Back. Um, It's very Star Wars, very cool, very good movie. Okay. Mm. Number two, 
Return of the Jedi. Booyah. It is actually my favorite movie. It's my favorite Star Wars movie. Um, I know it comes in at number two, but it's just, I, I know that it's not as good as a movie as Empire. So number two is Return of the Jedi. Number three is episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Um, number four would be A New Hope. Uh, number five is uh, Rogue One. We are the same. We are the same. Our, our top five is the exact same. Booyah. Um, coming in at number six. Bring us home. I'd have to give it to, I think, Phantom Menace. That's cool. I'd have to give that one to Phantom Menace. Um, number seven would probably be episode seven. So uh, Force Awakens mm. for number seven. Number eight. Um, that one, it, it gets kind of dicey from here because <laughs> um, I haven't been sure where to put a lot of these. Uh, I'm, I'll put episode two. But I, I, I'll do that for sentimental reasons more so. Not that it's particularly a good movie, mm. in my opinion. <laughs> it's not. Um, and then it goes Rise of Skywalker, number nine. And then number ten is Last Jedi. Gotcha. Um, like I said, at the bottom of my list, it gets kind of crazy because there is, once again, there's a chasm for me too. However, my chasm is a little bit later. It comes after episode one. Mm. Um, yeah, because I, I actually kind of like episode one quite a I, bit. I love episode one. Um, but then there's that chasm where um, episode two, um, you know, Rise of Skywalker and uh, Last Jedi come in yeah. at mm-hmm. the bottom four. So, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Should I start with 10 or 1? One? 1. 1. Okay. 1 for me is Return of the Jedi. Um, that's my favorite. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just weighing in on favorite. That's my, yeah, it's, it's my favorite. Yeah, that's just, I gotta say, you know, I think... That throne room fight scene makes me tear up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this, the beginning is so good. It's so strong. Jabba's palace and seeing Luke come in and yeah. just, I mean, you just can't be beat. It's the best. And the green lightsaber is it's, it's black, way too the, cool. The all black with, with the, the black green, suit. Way too cool. Way too cool. And just, like like I said, the whole speech at the end yes. with the fight, the yeah. emotional fight, it's yeah. so good. Seeing Luke just as a great character yeah. in that. He's like, I'm not going to fight you, Dad. Yeah. He's like, I'm not. Yeah. So sick. Just brave. Just awesome. Um, so one is Return of the Jedi. Two is Empire Strikes Back. Mostly because I think I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously great. Yeah. But I, for, I, I've always felt a little disconnect between where the population puts it. And I think maybe, maybe I would rearrange this a little bit to even be lower. But I will say it's two still. Mm-hmm. Um, three for me is Force Awakens. Woo! That is high. Yeah, I know. I think I I think the characters were so unbelievably that is strong. Still hot take, buddy. I got I was so excited to see Ray. I thought she was she was a I thought she was perfect. She was strong and independent, and still tender and naive and scared and brave and I, I just thought too I thought, bad they didn't do anything with any of that I know there's a, there's truly a, a deep <laughs> depression that comes yeah. with with what could have been from Force Awakens um, but I mean looking at at Finn and what he could I just felt like these characters especially Ray and Finn yeah and Ben very strong starts 
very strong starts, very unique as far as characters go, as far as protagonists go or, or main characters. Poe, I felt, at least at the beginning, it's like, okay, like he's the cool, slick pilot. That's kind of his thing, and, mm-hmm. and that's where he can reside. But they felt very dynamic and, and very human, and, and, and the, there's so much to dig out and so much to that we were I am, excited to see. I, I mean, I, obviously I want to hear the rest of your list, but I'm surprised it's higher than not only A New Hope, mm. but Revenge of the Sith. Right. Yeah. That's I mean, intense. It, and I, I, I chalk that up to performance as well, okay. right? I, I think Force Awakens, I think everything was done right. Yeah. It's, it's less original because, I mean, of, of all the parallels to A New Hope, but as far as setting up the excitement of what a new trilogy could have been, I thought it was a perfect exposition. It's so weird, though, because after you saying about what you can't separate it from being a Star Wars movie and, like, Star Wars as a movie, right. it's weird that you think that that's a better Star Wars movie than the two movies that Jason just mentioned. Especially I'm a New Hope, saying, which it directly rips off of. I'm not saying better Star Wars movie. I'm not, I'm not the one making these distinctions. That's you guys, right? So I'm not saying Star Wars movie, right? I'm As I'm looking at Star Wars... I like Force Awakens more, <laughs> okay. right? Not because it feels more like a Star Wars movie. I'm not looking at these as what feels like Star Wars. I'm just talking about, I was looking like at more? Star Wars, the movies, Okay. right? And I love Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really well done. Um, number four is Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Um, I mean, it's just, it's... It's just great. It's just great. Just great. It's tough for me to do anything still with Hayden Christensen, um, and I, I was I was thinking about it, and Hayden Christensen like alone has some goodness. He has some good moments, man. And Natalie Portman alone has some goodness, yeah. but it's when whenever they're <laughs> together, involved yeah. Yeah. at all, or even talking about each other when they're apart, it's bad. <laughs> And that, that lack of chemistry is, is kind of the downfall for me. Um, five is A New Hope. Okay. Six is Phantom Menace. Uh, seven is Attack of the Clones. Eight is Rogue One. Oof. Nine, Rise of Skywalker. Ten, Last Jedi. My chasm is between eight and nine. Because hmm. Rogue One I still like. Yeah. You know, to hear it being at eight might sound bad. I still like Rogue One. Yeah, I think Rogue One is the best thing to come out from of Disney. Disney's Disney Star, Wars. Star Wars. It's the best hundred percent thing to come out of the two thousand, the, the the last generation, this generation of Star Wars. I mean, Mandalorian's really good. This is way better than, but Rogue I, I, One's better I think than I like it better than Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I do love Mandalorian. So good. No, I, Disney's definitely they're they're doing better. They're on the right track with Mandalorian. My problem with Rogue One, which I've said before, is it's characters. It's characters. Yeah. I, 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 to this day, I can only name three, I think. That's all you need. Just the main three. Who are the main three? <laughs> uh, what's her nuts? J- Jin. <laughs> okay. Jin, Urso, Cassian, Andor, and, and K2SO. K2SO. Okay. Really? You're going to call K2 one of the main three? Yeah. Because yeah, he's, he's there at the end. No, he's, he's, he was there the whole time. He's, there, he, he's I mean, been reprogrammed. You have pulls been, her out when she's going to prison in the first yeah, 15 minutes yeah. of the film. I'm, no, I'm saying just because he is also... That's not what I was saying. He's like the best robot since He's the best droid since R2, absolutely. (laughs) He's awesome. But there's uh, there's supposed to be so many others. It's this weird ensemble thing. 
I, but I, it's what else could it do? What else could they have possibly done? That's that was another one that wrote itself as well, though. Yeah. Yeah. But but like I mean, as far Which as the characters go, good. like I said, what else were they gonna do? Have them still alive? Just disappeared? Like, no, no. I mean, I would have still liked to know who they were. That's why we're getting a TV or series. What they did. Yeah. Like, uh, which we don't need. We don't need. We don't need no. a Cassian in. Who cares? And I'll so like, it. I mean, yeah. I just I just think so much of the emotion that surrounded Force Awakens for me, and and I just th- there's a. There's an unbridled joy and hope <laughs> okay. in there mm. that that it's just it's just I can't get past it and I, I me either no I I <laughs> no I I definitely agree excited. with like it was very exciting I was extremely excited when I got out of the theater I was mm. like these new characters are so cool no yeah. I I agree with that everything it could have been but it is was so much yeah you know. I just, with, with the vision, with but the like little Obi Wan dialogue, it's just another a new hope, yeah. which is surprises me that a new hope is below it. That's the that's the only thing. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, that's because I'm looking at a new hope, and it's like, well, between New Hope, Empire, and Return of the Jedi, it's you like, just well, like those, it more. Those yeah. other two are way better. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'll, no, I'll watch I, those both any day, you know. And I'll, I'll watch Force Awakens before a New Hope because I I like Force Awakens more. No, and and I I understand that because I had to. Um, decide where to put Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I, I want to respect A New Hope for all that it did for everything, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I like Revenge of the Sith more. Yeah. So, and I think I think that was maybe this is I I really took the uh, the my personal list <laughs> pretty seriously. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what it comes down to, which is why I even included that Empire Strikes Back thing because yeah. I would probably watch. Maybe Revenge of the Sith before Empire, hmm. Hmm. with where I am, with kind of what I want to see. I, I, you know, I might have said that a, a few years ago, but after watching it again, especially recently, watching be, it before yeah. Nine came out, mm-hmm. I, I just it's, it's a masterful what a thing. good freaking movie. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah. You know, and and like a cool, cool Star Wars movie. It's got good lightsaber fights, good like yeah. lore and mythology. Mm-hmm. So cool. There's yeah. moments with Yoda. So cool. But wow. you know, Return of the Jedi got that bad boy too. You know, yeah. Oh yeah. It's got that good. Oh, it's got it sure Luke did. Force choking a couple of guards at the very beginning. Yeah. So oh, yeah. cool. Dude. Oh, the yeah. only thing that keeps Return of the Jedi from not being the best is. The battles. The battle on Endor? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I... And I don't hate... I don't hate it. I understand it. I get it. It's fine. But it's the only moment where I kind of... I It was I, kind of out of place. Right. I kind yeah. of like... I, I step back and realize I'm watching a movie where I was like, Empire, the whole time I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know? Where that, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll suspend it. This is the 80s. No, I, I, mean, I, I, the I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Um, and Return of the Jedi is... Like I said, it is my favorite... And that has a lot to do with the childhood mm-hmm. thing is when I was a kid, I would put that bad boy on repeat. Oh, yeah. Same. I would I would watch it over and over again. And it was on VHS. Mm-hmm. And so I just have to rewind it. Mm-hmm. And I would rewind it to the ending like fight scene. After yeah. I watched the whole movie, I'd rewind it to the fight scene over and yeah. over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, even, even with Endor, like... The forest setting, scout troopers were so cool to me. Very cool. Speeder bikes were so cool. And that to was me. a good chase. That's a very cool chase. It's actually, very it's well cool. done. Re- and he chops off yes. the speeder bike. Very. very cool. Rewatching that, I was so shocked and impressed at yeah. how well it holds up. Yeah, very cool. And it's funny, like talking about that battle and, and Ewoks versus 
an imperial army, right? Yeah. It's like a it's like a funny little like you see George Lucas there, and watching six and looking at that, like more of the prequels make sense too. Yeah, you see where his brain was starting <laughs> to, to go. <laughs> you, you see a space diner and you think, okay, yeah. I know where that's coming from. Yeah, exactly, one hundred percent. You see Boss Nass and you're like, ah, yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You see all this. This is what a few more decades does. (laughs) A few decades post Ewok leads to this. This is where all these weird, subtly racist characters (laughs) start to fall into place. Except he ruined Return of the Jedi by adding the little little details, by changing the songs, by by putting in Jedi rocks. As much as I love Jedi rocks and want to learn it. I, I absolutely <laughs> detest Jedi Rocks with every part of my being. Um, but I actually, What's that I actually, for the viewers at home? <laughs> I, I really don't mind the Force Ghost, honestly. Anakin Force Ghost. Don't mm. mind it. See, that, is my Jedi pop- Rocks the song at the end? No, Jedi Rocks is Jabba's Palace. Hate yeah. it. Oh. in the, the, the awful CGI. Yeah. It was a very good song before it. Jedi Rocks. Why'd you change it? See, and they got rid of Yub Nub at the very right. end of the movie, which is, which is an absolute travesty. Yeah. Uh, and I think the most offensive thing for me is CG Jabba in episode four. Oh, that is bad. Where Han, yeah. like, phases over his tail. <sighs> and, they, like, they push him so up. Oh, like, that, that's, that's worse to me than anything they did, I'm actually pretty sure. And that's that's Just probably it's, a, it's a visual assault. That's a solid second on my list, right. and then Yub Yub Nub comes after that. Right, right, right. Because Yub Nub I, is too good. I actually went back and rewatched all the things they changed. They changed the most to Episode Four. Mm-hmm. For they yeah. reworked that film. If you rewatch it, yeah. there is so much missing. Mm-hmm. It's shocking. They added a lot of creatures, strange. speeders, spaceships, a lot of that. We're Dialogue talking about and aliens. We're talking about culture, right? And and what Star Wars is to culture, which is everything. Star Wars is sci-fi today, right? Like that that is that is the reason sci-fi is where it is is because of Star Wars. Yeah. And and you look at these things and we talked about no I am your father. We talked about use the force Luke. What's so funny is that like Han shot first is such a, a deeply ingrained part of our culture now. Yeah. Younger listeners might not get it. Yeah. The, the thing that we're talking about, the changes. So they released special edition VHSs. Multiple. Of, actually, there's multiple special editions. They made changes in like 2006, 9, right. 11. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so they made these changes to the original series. George Lucas was actually a big proponent of computer-generated yeah. graphics and things like that, Bless which is heart. so strange. Which Bless is why he heart. waited to make the prequels. Yeah, and and which is why he had an issue with Force Awakens, because they used more puppets. And he's like, we have the technology. Like, let's make some cool aliens. Mm-hmm. It's so weird that, like, he is so distinct from what fans thought Star Wars should be, too. So... Also, Star Wars fans have never changed, yeah. and and we complain about the things that they complained about then, right? But with this prequel thing, uh, I mean, with this special edition thing, when Han and Greedo have their little face-off shootout uh, in Tatooine on Tatooine, um, the special editions made it so Greedo shoots first, and, and so misses. everyone's like, yeah, yeah and miss, and, and so everyone's big complaint, and that has become the cultural complaint of the special editions and of Star Wars fans is Han shot first. And so if you've heard that as a Star Wars fan, that's the source of that. Yeah. As a young Star Wars fan. Yeah. And so, I don't know. There was a lot to be said. At the end of the day, we still like Star Wars. Right. 
And, and we only we only have these opinions because it means as much yeah. to us as it does. Exactly. And and we can we can separate these things however we want. We can, you know, feel however we want about them. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'll probably still watch the movies whether I watch the sequel trilogy or not, that remains to be seen. Um, but that's we will watch the TV shows. Absolutely. And I, the TV right. shows have been great so far. Yeah. You know, and they've been good. Like Eli said, we have, you know, the ability to choose and that's our privilege. That's our right. So um, we're kind of just going to leave off of that. I mean, we, I, I think we have some more unrelated news, I would say. Right. Really quick, before, just one yeah. thing slightly related. Um, oh. I think, I think Star Wars fans today have, are at a disadvantage because they have to rely on what Disney gives them. Yeah. Um, whereas we had the books and video games and comic books the movies and, and comic right and there are disney comics now you know it's from marvel and all this stuff but i i'm i'm thinking of like how much of my knowledge was supplemented by these books that would include these little details wikipedia and, yeah and wikipedia and like these different elements and i i would just encourage fans to get into what disney casts aside because that's a that, there's some richness yeah. in there that I'm really grateful for as a fan and that I was really able to enjoy, you know, when I was young. I, I, I didn't really get into the Star Wars books very much. I had two or three, though, and I really liked those. And yeah. one of them is, like, talking about when Obi-Wan becomes Qui-Gon's apprentice. and talks mm-hmm. about, like, Obi-Wan's journey and stuff. That's really cool. So I would just say there is more to enjoy. As we're talking about being able to pick and choose what you like or don't like about yeah. Star Wars, like there's a whole lot of it, and and the more you know, the more you can pick to continue to enjoy. That's all. That's a little sign off for for Star Wars and that's right. What is disappointing or lovable? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And and with that, we will we'll leave you with some final unrelated news. Um, Wait, what? Yeah. So there, there's I've got some news that might not be yeah what you're expecting because it's a little apart from oh, our, our typical content. Unrelated. It's unrelated. Unrelated. It's unrelated. Trying to get my song on. Related. Unrelated. Mm. I'm trying to tell Break you. Break it down, Jay. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. So your question for today mm-hmm. is, who is hotter? Mm-hmm. Who's Easy. more attractive? Okay. Um, Rebelist cats. The, next. The <laughs> girl Chevron car? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. The blue one? Yeah, the, okay. the blue girl big, Chevron car. big mouth. She got the big eyelashes? Yeah. yeah. Or the green M&M? Green M&M. No yeah. questions asked. Yeah, green M and M can get it. Yeah, green M and M's became a symbol of sexuality. <laughs> a sex symbol. Dude, she 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 got. Did she that. start that, or was she made in response to it? No, no, she I, exists, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she got that librarian toe vibe. Oh, toe. but that no, that's oh. the brown one. No, 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 no. 
The brown one has glasses. She, no, she's the green, green one has green glasses. one is only overtly sexual. No, the green one does not have I know, glasses. She has sexy glasses at some point. No, she doesn't. If she doesn't, oh, she does in she my fantasy. That's the brown one. That's exactly who you think. It's the brown one who you're thinking of. Okay, well, you know what? <laughs> she the, got the brown one, go and get it. <laughs> because the green one is too sexy. I need someone that, you know, I can raise a family with. So you would. Okay. Okay. So you definitely take, the, obviously, the green M&M. We're looking at pictures right now. Green M&M. Absolutely. O- over brown. I th- well, no, no, no. Well, we what's the ju- question? We just jumped around. Well, well, uh, well uh, it was pretty unanimous that green M&M is right. hotter. So you had to up, up, up the stakes. Right. So I had to up right, the stakes. Right, right. Yeah, well, I had to check brown M&M. Let me right. see brown again. Guys, look it up. Look brown. up the M&M's and you tell me which one yeah. you think. She's, she's kind of like stern, though. You can tell. Ooh, that's why That's why we like it, though. See, Jaren needs a Jaren needs. I need a firm hand. Mom. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Look at her leaning against the wall like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. I, uh... I'm going to say green still. Okay. Damn. Yeah. I'm a classic man. Wow. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> well, it was. It has been an honor to be with you today. And a privilege to serve this country. Your presence is soothing. Presence <laughs> <laughs> is soothing. I love the water. <laughs> Everyone it's say your favorite. It, it's a feeling I haven't felt since. <laughs> That's it. That's the one. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a long time. Oh, that's long. a name I haven't heard. Uh, favorite favorite prequel bad line? Oh, God. Probably your presence is soothing for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I feel like I love the water is, is overdone as far as how bad it is. It's too easy. It is too easy. And same with I hate sand. Yeah. Also too easy. Yeah. So I, I feel like your presence is soothing is, is cringy. We get him with that fun kind of big shirt. No, oh, I'd rather dream about Padme. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to say, yeah, I, I, I can't that's choose good, because you have... Or how angry Anakin gets so quickly when he's talking to Obi-Wan about oh, yeah. it. That's just funny. That's, that's I, funny. I, I, <laughs> you can't beat... Are you an angel? That exchange? <laughs> You're right. But it's kind of cute because he's little. Yeah, it's he's there's an innocence no, there that I think is forgivable. It, it's way forgivable. It's I forgivable. No. When he's an adult, no, it's yeah. unforgivable. No. Everything you, Anakin if does you, if as an you're, adult is horrible. If you're a production assistant behind the scenes watching this unfurl, <laughs> you got to be looking around like, this isn't actually the line. This is like a test, right? <laughs> you an angel. I believe they live on, <laughs> what is it? What's the line? Oh, yeah. from some system or the, something? The pilots, right? the pilots said the they pilots see him. Oh, my God. Word, um, which also gets at some really interesting religious implications. Gosh, yeah, <laughs> if true. there's a hell, is it more of a system? Is does it a planet of hell? God's does God live on a planet? Right. What's With angels? Like? <laughs> and do pilots actually get to visit? Guys, thank you for listening. That's a that's an upcoming episode. I I feel Star Wars theology. I feel honored to belong to this Star Wars religion. I mean, they say Jedi is religion, right? They're like yeah, they're religious. It's salads. a hokey religion. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Hokey. And I've so. heard deep space planets talk about them. They live on the moons of Lego, I think. <laughs> Lego? <laughs> That's what it says. In California. <laughs> the um, moons of Lego. Please message us. Denmark, I think. Can you message us? We will actually... The Danish girls kind of If you send us good episodes, like though. recommendations, we'll make them. So also email angels. us. You know the email. Every fan for himself at gmail.com. Through Instagram, through Twitter, anything you want. We'd love to hear from you. Like a, a uh, war like between a, Palestine and oh, Israel. I bet there's like a religious war. That's what we need to get into. Yeah, like, it's kind of Jedi Sith, but yeah. also. Uh, I'm Jaren Jolly. I'm Jason Kenny. I'm Eli Webb. <laughs>